0: Three sides of the coin this week, we celebrate 10 freaking years of talking about nothing. 10 years of talking about kiss. Over 500 episodes. Yeah, this is our 10th anniversary, people. And what it's do we do to creatures
1: tour? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It's our creatures of the night tour. What do we do? What do we do to celebrate 10 years? Talk, talk about kiss. talk, nothing. kiss and more about nothing. <laughs> now, seriously, we talk about sales awards. We talk about collecting for financial gain. We talk about autographs. This was a fun, classic. This is what Three Sides of the Coin is about. Is
1: three Sides of the Coin. Talking all things kiss. I
2: want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. <laughs> Subscribe on YouTube, follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support.
0: Three sides of the coin, guess what? 10 years, 10 years. I've been wrangling this fucking train wreck.
2: (laughs) That's longer than some people's prison sentence.
0: (laughs) It's longer than marriages, prison sentences, bans. Yeah, We've been doing that. We you so so just so everybody knows, you got Mike, Mark, Tommy, Lisa will probably jump in and join us when she gets back from voting. Um, we are celebrating 10 years of three sides of the coin today.
1: Woo-hoo. I think I think
0: I think we actually recorded. Our first episode on December seventh ten years ago, and then it came out around December twelfth or something like that. but this is roughly going to be the ten year um anniversary and you know, five hundred episodes a few weeks ago, ten years now
1: God Who'd have drunk it although I wasn't around I'm tired
0: there's a lot of fucking people that are just pissed, just pissed. <laughs> who had money on us not lasting everybody (laughs) i sure didn't i i shouldn't say i didn't think we would last but i never thought about it i mean i think i approached this literally week by week by week by week you know that that's that's the way i looked at it it's just like all right we're gonna just do another show this week
1: yeah I, i started getting emails about this show um because for the for the youngins and the people who joined in on episode 200 uh, i wasn't here at the beginning so i said well there's the funny part you you got you tools especially appreciate this they're like hey have you checked out you know three sides of the whatever bubba podcast i'm like what the fuck's a podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what are you talking about i'm like is that like He's still not online? sure
2: What's that? You're still not sure.
1: I know, I know, I know. But I remember getting emails about your show. And then they started telling me, I'm like, Tommy Summers? I'm like, the guy from Minnesota? <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I know him. And they are like, yeah, Mike. I said, oh, the guy from, uh, from Kiss Online. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know those guys. They're pretty cool. They'll check it out. I'm like, I don't have time. <laughs> you know, and look at you now.
0: He still doesn't have time. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, so one of the one of the one of the things we're going to do today is we're going to revisit. I guess you could call it revisiting the episode one topic, but mainly I wanted to do this because I think we need to basically do the re-record of that episode. Well, well, hold, on, and, hold on. And, get, and get rid, and get rid of the other guy that was on there.
1: Hold on, the first topic was me, wasn't it? Like episode 66 <laughs> or something.
0: <laughs> that, that's, ex- that's exactly, that's basically when Three Sides of the Coin started, was when Mark joined us. Everything he prior, didn't, ever he did pri- join
2: us on, but he didn't join us at 66. Wasn't that, I don't even remember. It, no, what, because did we, I... did, we did a bunch, just the
0: two of us. Yeah, you first joined us as just a guest. To talk oh, yeah, about your yeah, collection. That's it, that's it, that's it. And 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 at the same time, Tommy and I were, you know, quote, auditioning um, other people to find a third host. And I remember after you were done with the guest appearance, Tommy and I were like, oh, Mark was just like a perfect fit. I mean, he just had the chemistry. We felt we got along great. And we're like... Let's just see if Mark wants to do this. And I remember thinking and thinking, shit, there's no way in hell because Mark doesn't have a fucking clue what he's doing on this. Nope. Nope.
1: <laughs> shit hasn't changed.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, Tommy, before you got here, Mark is like, God damn fucking lights. I look terrible. I Got to turn the light off. Turn the light. It's how hard Every it every every freaking week it is something with Mark. And how
2: how hard is it to just get a soft light to put in front like behind your computer in front of your face? Like just a even just a small lamp. Hold on. I saw okay, that, that from. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We are the Coming only, pod- are the only
0: video podcast that one of our co-hosts uses a flashlight to light himself. No, we don't invest in gear. No,
2: we don't invest in lighting. <laughs> Wait, why, why are we, we even here? Yeah,
0: our audience. Why like does shit. anybody listen? That's oh a that's God. the that's the million dollar question. Why does anybody listen? Because we are like
1: that. We're like that local horror show that you guys. Every city had like their own.
2: Yes,
0: account, or account incorporated. Vampire.
1: Yeah, you know. Oh my god, about as low budget to no budget as you can get. But hey, you guys still keep coming in. You know, we're like the <laughs> we, we we yeah, we still want. We'll make
0: more. We still have fun. So as again, until we're not having fun, we're gonna keep showing up and we'll keep doing this. And
2: why would um, we have Cairo if we don't have to? why would we what add pyro if we don't have to you know they show <laughs> up pyro just show let's up
0: hold up hold up lighters there's Lighter. our, pyro. There's
1: our <laughs> pyro there you go hey speaking of which i got a little look, look at i'm wearing new to the rotation
0: new to the I, rotation I the that. brand new wasp shirt yeah.
1: with on the sides and nice let me Tell you the big, as, the, the
0: big boy sizes
1: yeah, yeah, we had to go fat guy sizes because they didn't have fat guy sizes originally. But it was fun. <laughs> be, being that, being that, Mike Brandbold's, I look giving you the stroke on this one here, Michael. You made it fucking happen. There was complaints, and wham, you're like, yeah. Okay, I, I was,
0: fixed. I was gonna, I was gonna say that the the tour merchandise, and it might still be the case even now on the road, only goes up to two XL. No, no. All, when I
1: there was just extra large, it was it. Well,
0: well, yeah, and and there's also been an ongoing problem of wasp fans are like kiss fans, in a good <laughs> there's way. A lot of fans. Well, it's a lot of big fat fans, yes, <laughs> but they buy a crap load, a and I mean a crap load of merchandise. I mean there was there were some of the early shows where we had full stock of everything and at the end of the night literally every single piece of merch had been purchased
2: every the way, size are, of every sweet. every
0: design so what, wasp, I love it. I
2: love okay, so what do you do okay so let's because people like the behind the scenes what do you do when you're faced with that dilemma how do you solve well, it quickly
0: <laughs> that, that's part of what wasp was dealing with at the beginning of the tour so if anybody went to the beginning of the tour Vegas was fully stocked Mm -hmm. Vegas sold out of every fricking shirt and every size and style possible. The next night was Anaheim. I think Anaheim only had wasp flags and maybe the pins and everything else was gone because the merch company couldn't print enough fast enough to get it there. They couldn't get the tour restocked for a couple more days. And even when that was happening, the Wasp fans were still buying. I mean, again, it was like, I've I've got a video I need to post of the line for the merchandise at the Mandalay Bay House of Blues. It freaking ran out of the House of Blues and around and through the casino. It was a long-ass line of just waiting to buy merch. so, I mean, it's a good problem to have, but... Hey, Tommy, you we, have no video again, man. There oh, we really, go. Yeah. So so, so, on top of that, most of the merch went up to 2XL if it was in stock. And we were quickly hearing from fans like our good buddy Mark who were like, hey, where's the big boy stuff? I need like 3XL, 4XL. Some people were like, you got 5XLs? And some fans were like, holy shit, are you selling like, sales here for boats it's, just like,
2: it's <laughs> I'm like, like a don't. big
0: and tall shop at a rock show so so <laughs> i i found another merch company that i know here in san francisco and i said dude how quickly can you get an online store set up and how quickly can we start delivering and he's like if you get me the artwork from the existing merch i can get this so it's ready to ship the first week of december and we started taking pre orders. I don't know, Mark, what was it before Thanksgiving? Probably. Yeah. And, uh, but the key there was we had sizes and everything up to 5XL on, well, that's online. Awesome.
2: You should be able to get it to anybody that wants it.
0: Yeah. Well, well that, that, that,
2: that's, uh, that's what we I'll, were doing.
1: Yeah. You, all kidding aside, because technically I'm a 2X, but I've learned when shopping that it's easier to, for me to get a three X and then dry it on high heat in the dryer. If it's, you know, too a little, yes, yes. So I've just learned. And then it's, it's funny. I, 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 boy, this is going to sound terrible. I bought a two X shirt from the black Sabbath store and I took it when I, when I got it home, it, it was so small. And, and I, I, I went to my wife and I'm like, look at this tag that's just 2x right and i'm like yeah i'm like and i'm like look at this fuck. So again so i've just found through trial and error that's how i buy my rock shirts if i have
2: to send away for them so you get a 3x and you shrink her down a little bit in the heat and then it shows off your sexy figure right it
0: does it shows so off his 12 pack
1: Yes. <laughs> what, look, look, man. Why would you want the 12 pack where you can have
2: the whole keg?
0: Well, I was going to say, Mar- Mark doesn't have a 12 pack. Mark's got a keg. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
2: Chicks dig him, and so you know it it's makes sense. See, he just lets some of you guys in on how he scores. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um But no, I, I I'm I I'm actually happy to see Mark got his shirt because they were supposed to be yeah. we promised people first week of December and I'm like, are we delivering? Are we delivering? Yep. And yep, this they showed up came as promised. Yesterday.
1: Yes, this technically came yesterday. Great. And I think I had to wait just a week. Matter of fact, the original. What's today's date? The sixth.
0: Yeah. I think Nine, it was six. The, yeah, six.
1: It was six because. I remember the original date. They said estimated date was the eighth. I just remember my dad's birthday and it said the eighth and I'm like, cool. So fuck. When I got home from work yesterday, I'm like, shit, headed on the fifth. So, I mean, that's again, that that's how customer service works.
0: You, you know, deliver <laughs> what's promised. It, on ain't, time. it ain't rocket science. <laughs> it just isn't on time. Well, yeah, oh so I'm, 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 I'm happy to see it in rotation, and I'm happy that Mark got it, and that means other Wasp fans. I mean, we we sold, that first week the Wasp store was open, we sold so much merchandise online. I mean, it was just crazy. It was, it was fans who couldn't go to the tour, who wanted something, and it was fans who went but couldn't buy anything at the shows because it was sold out and you know i'm just i'm happy that we were able to get it up so quickly get it fulfilled and you know make make the fans happy
1: so and let me tell you if you're sitting on the fence this shirt is fucking i mean i love the stuff on the sleeves if you're we're thinking about getting up i can in the light i can see that.
2: and the show is great too i don't think we should we haven't talked much about it but i thought it was a great performance and people left happy so if you haven't seen them yet, and you can go do so now, Michael. I don't know what you can say. I think.
0: I think. I honestly. I think by the yes, by the time people are watching this, the U.S. tour will be over. Right. So the last show in Los Angeles is on December 11th. Okay. Um. But I mean, Blackie's already talked about this. There are discussions and offers for more shows in the U.S next year there's nothing that's been confirmed there's nothing more that can be talked about but it 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 comes down to business people when this tour did such great business i mean shows i would venture to say i i don't have the the ticket counts in front of me but 50 percent of the shows on this tour and it was like a 35 date tour sold out and we're talking sell it. sellouts up to 2,000 people. Yeah. So when, when, when a band has a tour that sells that well, the promoters don't give a crap who the band is. They don't give a crap about anything other than cha-ching. I see money. Can I get this show next year? And we'll put it into a bigger venue. We'll do multiple dates, whatever. So you can be... You can be damn sure the promoters around the U.S. are lining up, wanting to get in. Now, it will always be helpful, and Blackie has said this at every show, the The promoters on this tour didn't believe it was going to sell. Right. And, and, and that's not a line. That's not something he was saying to hype the audience. It's 100% true. The promoters booked this but didn't think it could sell – more than 500 tickets a night. And the fans showed up 2,000, 1,500, 1,700. I mean, they just did did two sold-out shows in Chicago suburbs. Um, Call your local promoter, whoever it is. And that just might mean calling your local rock venue and just saying, can you guys book Wasp? You know? They'd be uh, we, great we, at the we, Palace in Saint Paul. Well, I was going to say we got a lot. We got a lot of comments from fans in in, in Minnesota who are like, "How come Wasp didn't come to Minnesota?" You don't like the promoters. Us. The promoters don't believe in it. The promoters didn't want to book it because, and and this is, you know, Blackie has said this in some interviews. Any band, not just Wasp, any band out there, given the chance for a fair and decent payday we'll play any freaking place on the planet. Yeah. There isn't other than bands that might be banned from going to certain towns because of things that have happened in the past like Blackie said, you know, for years they were wasp was banned from ever playing in Vegas. Um bands don't sit around and go, all right, we fucking hate Minneapolis. Screw those fans. Let's go to Milwaukee instead. No, they would more than happy play Milwaukee, Green Bay, Minneapolis, Duluth, Fargo. If every one of those promoters wanted to step up and book a show, a freaking band is going to go as long as there's dates to do it.
2: Yep. So call your your venues.
0: And and you know what? I mean, this this isn't just for Wasp. I mean, I'm partial because I work with them. But if you've got another favorite band that you want to come to town, don't really cry to the artist about it. You got to go cry to your local rock venue, your local promoters. But then and say, show we up wanna... when they do come. Well, yeah, you got to still buy the ticket then. Yeah, yeah you, gotta, you actually got to go. Exactly. Well, you got to buy the ticket. You don't have to show up. But just buy the ticket. <laughs> yeah.
1: Look, I, 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 Tom and I were talking earlier today. I'm over the moon, man. Uh, Buck, Cherry, and Skid Row are coming to Detroit. I saw that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I cannot yeah. wait
2: to see, uh, uh, you know.
0: That's a great package.
2: Yeah. And it starts in early March. So for those of you, it was just announced today. So please hop on Buck Cherry or Skid Rose website to see the dates. There are still some that are missing, though, because I know I talked to Mazer and he had told me what the last date was, and that hasn't appeared yet. So there's still some more they're adding, but they're doing a pretty good run. And I think that's, I'm so excited to see it. Billy confirmed he's going to visit the, he's going
1: to visit the, he's going to visit the camp. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He'll be, he'll be right in this spot.
2: <laughs> we better bring someone with him. <laughs> Emer- you better have
0: an emergency contact,
2: Billy. Yeah, yeah, you, Billy. You need an emergency contact and a safe word.
0: If, if 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 this emergency contact seriously, Billy, if the emergency contact doesn't hear from you within one hour, they should be instructed to automatically call the local Detroit police.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's funny because I said to him, "Man, I can't wait to hear the new stuff." He's like, "I can't wait to see the collection."
2: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah. and the first single for them also too so you guys know comes out in march i don't know the name of it but the first single drops in march the album comes out in june
0: awesome awesome so um before we get into kind of revisiting and redoing episode one for our 10th anniversary an interesting question popped up in our three sides of the coin facebook group that i thought could be fun to address real quick here so somebody had posted a picture of the psycho circus fancy gold album plaque the the big one and it was presented to eric carr and they were like what's wrong with this picture and people are like well it's given to eric carr he wasn't in the band he's dead he didn't play in the album you know people were just trying to wrap their heads around why he got one and I mean, here's, here's the way these, these official awards work. There's really no rhyme nor reason anybody can get one. I mean, we know as fans, you can go to kissonline.com right now, don't purchase anything from them, but they will sell you an RIA award, a legit one with the seal and your name on it. That's it. They'll sell. They'll they'll do that. So prior to band selling these awards to fans, anybody that the band or the record label wanted to give an award to could do it. I mean, it's just a matter of getting the approval of the band or the record label and then who's going to pay for the production of the award. You know, like like two of my awards, the two Greatest Hits ones I got years after the Greatest Hits came out, but I worked on promoting them, I had to buy the awards myself. I mean, they were only like, I don't know, not even 200 bucks an award. Yeah. But before I could do that, when I contacted the award company, they were like, okay, we need to get approval from Universal Music to sell you the award. Which was just a matter of reaching out to Universal and Universal said, oh, yeah, of course, you can do that. You worked with the band. You worked on those albums. Um, so you don't have to be in the band for that album to get the award. You don't have to play on the album. God knows I didn't. I've never played on. I got a Psycho Circus Award. I didn't play on it. Kiss gave it to me because I marketed and helped promote the album. The, and, you know, Mark, you've got a bunch of them. That You bought from old people in the Kiss family. I mean, those people, didn't I won't tell you play I, on it.
1: I, 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 I actually have a weird take on this. Um, yeah, I have a whole room full. Matter of fact, I have almost all of them. Um, I'm missing, and what I mean by, I have at least one of every single record that charted, I don't get super geeky. Like I need the gold and the platinum. I just, because these things are so minor, not to sound like a dick, but floaters. mine are all real. Um, you know, right. they're floaters they're, at least my ones from the seventies are all floaters and, and, you know, they're the real deal, but you know, they're kind of expensive. So I don't need a gold and a platinum. Um, but I, I, I don't like the fat. Well, put, put it this way. The ones that you can buy through, through kiss online. Don't get me wrong. If you have them, that's like super cool. I'm, I'm happy. That makes you happy, but that's not something I'd collect. However, with that, with that said, you know, I, I have one. If you want, I'll go grab it. Yeah. I, I, I've got yeah, one. Yeah. Get, get out, out of the chair. Stand up. <laughs> I'll be right back.
0: Okay. 10 years, but Mark finally got out of the chair. <laughs> We what did we said
2: the right thing? What was the right thing? Because he's actually getting up and getting one to show know.
0: you Took us ten years, but here he is here he out has, of his chair. Uh, yeah, wow.
2: Yeah, and I think that I feel like it's kind of a thing of the past. Like they've removed them. The industry has removed itself so much from giving out awards of gold and platinum records that a lot of the younger collectors, I, I don't think, collect them.
0: Well, they used to be you the know, let, let, gold let's, let's, holy grail let's be let's be honest very few bands legitimately sell a half a million to a million albums right. to get an award right. so there's there's a lot of bands and there's nothing wrong with this that are making awards to commemorate a million streams or or what no, I have make... that, I'm going
1: to have to get my stupid halo look on
0: because wow it's you know. getting up again <sighs>
1: I'm doing this for the fucking fans, that's why. There must
0: be a
2: burger across the room. <laughs>
1: burger across the room. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Now, speaking of which, now I got this a long time ago, but I got I got this from Loretta.
2: Yeah. Now well, and explain what a floater is because it ain't a turd. Well, the- this one, this one's not a no, these neither of these are floaters. Okay. But this is a video award
1: made out to her brother now he he'd been deceased by then but the family that video uh for confidential okay you know but it's again it's it's still a cool award and it's you know there's the official you know these this is a real genuine um award
0: there's there's a handful of companies in the u.s that well, well, here's one. Are authorized to make a legitimate awards?
1: Correct. This one, I, I've said this last week on the show, or a couple times ago. I still, I'm just starting to put my basement back from May because I'm just now workload at work slowing down. I got time to spend. I haven't put this up yet. This was Chris lentz and this is from Canada for Animal Eyes. Nice. I haven't put this up here, but I, I, you know, just a quick count as I was walking in here because I have a whole wall full of them. Um, I have 22 awards. Um, so that obviously includes the solo records, but I know I'm missing a couple. Um, this, this was one that I was missing. Um, so my, my point in this is this, I don't want, like the creatures award that kiss is selling and again if you have it that's awesome i i'm not but again for me i'd rather get
0: you want the awards that have some history to them yeah
1: yes yes and again if you look this is this is the canadian recording industry award no doubt yep yeah so hold on I'm, i'm gonna go grab another one too
2: hold on yeah that's three times. Three times. Dude, we are... He's on a, wow. We shouldn't say much because it's like we don't want to jinx this whole thing. And, and you know what's interesting? He has a fucking light in his room.
0: Look. I know, but he turns it, it off because he doesn't like the way he looks with the light on.
2: Well, what do we do? We can't do anything about that. It is it is. <laughs> it, it's his looks. We can't yeah. fix that. Yeah. <laughs> you know jesus christ oh my here. vanity and a couple more modern ones. freaking michigan right it's just that i have to put these up still
1: but michael i have the same one but mine was made out to i don't know some guy yeah. i don't know
0: yeah i've got i've got one of those that's made out to me that uh i can't remember if i got it I think Jay Gilbert arranged for me to get that one did, because did he was working they, for they, Universal.
1: They've got, again, this because they don't... Did you notice these are... I mean, you have the same one. They have the floaters. Yep.
0: Can you, you know, please explain to not, people what that f- means? F- f- floaters just mean if you look at the award, it kind of looks like the album cover is is floating above the background. It's, it's a little raised up. Yeah, they just it's put what a they little call
2: piece it. of foam in
0: between the back. Exactly. And the, yep. Here's
1: something super cool, but just because you don't see these kinds of, a video award from Canada. Yep. Because it went, was it gold or platinum, platinum? Platinum, it went Platinum in Canada for video sales. Nice. Yeah, well, my, my point is there's different kinds of, and next week, most likely, you'll, I'm going to be out there again where I want to be because i'll have room
2: four times oh. you turned the light off yeah why would you so, turn the light off
1: because i fucking that stupid halo effect it looked like a fucking retard
0: um when i oh look no at the, the, you look
2: like that whether the light's on or not
0: one more question right there what makes mark look dumber lights on or lights I'm off sorry, yeah
2: <laughs>
1: I don't care what anyone thinks. I was just, He's, I turn he's not turning on.
0: the lights on, whether it's voted in favor I, of it or not. I, I turned the lights on so
1: you
2: guys could see what I was talking about. Well, I know, and you were on a roll. I can't believe you stopped.
0: But I, I get what you're saying, Mark. I mean, again, those awards that Kiss Online sells and other bands are starting to do that, too. Um, again, they're, 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 they're very they're, they're very cool. They're amazing designs. They are they've got the real RIAA foil on it, which you know if you remember back during like the psycho circus tour, KISS sold a shitload of those fake awards. Who are they by California Arts or something where they literally would just they
1: would just take you you want me to go grab one of the yeah, grab grab one, <laughs> grab one, yeah. Well, I because I again I'm starting to move stuff back. I think I have one of those ticket wheels
0: here. Yeah, I mean, you know, they would just take an album, they take an album cover, they'd make their own little fake plaque and they'd say commemorating the release of whatever. That's not a legitimate sales award. A legitimate sales award has the foil stamp on it from the RIAA or the Canadian Association or if it's a European label There's a foil stamp that makes it a legitimate real sales award. That's the, that's sort of quote, the Holy grail of awards. Now I'm with Mark. I wouldn't go just buy an award that I wasn't part of. I only wanted awards for albums that, and, and bands that I did something with, um, Mm -hmm. But again, if you wanted to go out and get them and they look amazing on the wall, they're great conversation pieces, go for it. Totally but Mark, cool. Mark, Mark's totally into collecting the awards that have history because of who they but were given works. to.
1: This is one of those cool, I still think this is cool.
0: Yeah. That's just a fun plaque that Kiss made up with ads, ticket stubs. You know, that, that's not a real sales award Here, here's but the, it's still a it's nice 20, looking award certificate of authenticity <laughs> yeah well it's like it's going just, to so, any so one of
1: those... it's got it's got a a, a a reprint of a ticket it's also got the dodge the lossy a postcard with the the date stamped on it yep again well, this is a nice display piece yeah it's like but, but i don't know do what
2: a sports store
0: a sports memorabilia collectible collectible store you know where they take a guitar they frame the guitar they put an album cover they make it look really nice again those, those there's nothing wrong with those it's just those are not legit sales awards that's
1: the point i'm trying to make to the fans you can buy stuff like this it's cool however there's a big difference between that and this, this is something
2: that the, the, this is the DVD. What is it? The... Well, and we've had this conversation before, but what records are you missing?
1: I'd have to go out and physically look. I think, hold on. I can, hold on. I'll go right now. Hold on.
2: <laughs> <sighs> He's so engaged today. This I know. Just, it took I know. 10 years, but we got him engaged. <laughs> Ten years when he's engaged, the lights are on. We can see him. He's talking. He's he's showing. It's show and tell. This is great. I'm missing asylum. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So was there one for the elder? I don't um, think the elder was
0: ever certified gold. Was, was, was never it? certified. Okay. Yeah. So, so that was, was, never,
2: was hmm? with creatures.
0: I think creatures, creatures certified, were certified was finally certified gold and okay. and and listen you can I mean, anybody I think
1: creatures now is platinum if they, if they oh. if they do a recount a
0: recertified... Be- yeah if anybody can go to the riaa oh. website i think it's riaa.org might be wrong on that and you can search for artists and it'll tell you what albums and what awards each artist has gotten now again That brings up the whole other discussion that fans have. is like, well, of course the Elders sold more than a half a million copies by now. Yeah, it probably has. It just hasn't been certified. And that usually means somebody has to pay, either the artist or a label has to pay to have a little bit of accounting done to audit and certify that there was legitimately that many albums sold. Mike, I I believe that Alive is actually diamond now. Yeah, but it hasn't been certified that. Correct, correct. And right. just
1: so you guys know, diamonds what ten million? Ten million. So, you know, I think I'm pretty sure because I think officially it's still only platinum. Yeah. They used to talk about it being four million, four times platinum, but with with all the different, you know. Sales now—it's got to be, and I'm talking worldwide. I'm not talking about just the United States. It's got to be easier, pretty close to diamond, I would guess overall. Yeah.
0: Um, and and and, but let's also there. This is such a—I wouldn't say messy, but there's so many odd things about it. Like the RIAA awards are based on U.S. sales because U.S. has different sales criteria for gold oh, and platinum. I want I want to Canada point that does then
1: Germany. Canada,
0: yeah. yeah. can Canada is Canada's like
1: a hundred thousand is platinum,
0: I Platinum think platinum. 50, th- yeah, 50,000 is gold because smaller countries, you don't need to sell as many. Go to Germany. So again, each country around the world has different sales levels to achieve to achieve an award level. Now labels when you got bands like kiss and Metallica and Motley Crue labels love to do the, all right, you've sold a hundred million albums worldwide. We'll create this monstrous plaque of all your albums. And, you know, and you've seen, you've seen Jeans has got one like that. That's at at the museum in Vegas. You know, a lot of those awards can just be frankly i mean we did you know the awards that that i gave everybody for eight million listens on three sides of the coin you can have an award made up for anything you want you can no you know nobody verifies and and certifies that three sides of the coin had eight million plays i mean david snowden made these beautiful awards for us he didn't verify or, or, or do any of that stuff. The, the sales awards will have verifications. Like I couldn't go, I couldn't go to an award company and go, Hey, you made me the, the psycho circus gold album. Can you make me a psycho circus 2 million sales award? They'll go, no, because it hasn't been certified for 2 million. So we can't make that. You want, you want another gold one? We'll make you another gold one. You want, you know, I've got, I'm looking at You Wanted the Best, You Got the Best, and I'm looking at um, The Very Best of Kiss. Um, these are gold albums that are in front of me. I can't go there and say make them platinum. They haven't been certified as platinum.
2: And it's interesting how some people seem to have a real problem with this, like when you make an award for us they just it seems to send them into a tizzy and i can't quite figure out why they care one way or another
0: because they, they 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 they, just they don't like us i mean good god i mean you freaking walk into well you used to be able to walk into any mall and get awards made up you could you know hey i want a—I i want a bowling trophy can i walk in and buy a trophy and put a plaque sure here you go
1: yeah, well, that, that's another thing with with awards. Again, I, I'm a pretty big award guy just because I think they're cool to look at. Um, you know, I, like my hotter than hell is an in, in-house from Casablanca. But I mean, I got that from, I think, Bill of Coin back in the day. I mean, those in-house ones are super sweet, you know, um, before they had, uh, you know, that's what they'd line their office walls. With
0: yeah, uh, late la- labels would make in-house awards for things that aren't necessarily certified or or, or whatever. I mean, and it's still a hundred percent common practice today. You know, if you follow well, Michael, anything the, in was the music using industry, that as an
1: example of what you did with us. Yeah, what do you? What do you? We just Michael did that as an it's an because...
0: it's an in-house Put award to way. celebrate something.
1: Put it this way. For, I'll just cut right to the chase. You know, for what it's worth, this is our we're just over 500 episodes, 10 years we've had and it's accounted for over 8 million views. If we want to give ourselves a pat on the back, what do you fucking care? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> so it, I mean, it, I mean it, it 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 was it was a gift to everybody involved. And, and listen, I sent it to, I've got a, a marketing assistant, Ray, who helps me with a lot of stuff. He posts this stuff and he tallies the numbers for me. I made an award to send it to him. He's not on the show, but Ray got an award as my way of saying, thank you for 10 years of helping on this. Well, you know, yeah. I, also, I, also made, I also made an award for the Music Biz Weekly podcast because it hit a million plays. So I sent an award to to Jay Gilbert. Yeah. And co-host and i said you know here you go thank you it's it's just a thank you statement is all it is it's uh, you know we're not making these awards to sell to people we're not doing anything else so uh, you know back back to album awards from bands you know eric carr's family has obviously gotten permission from kiss and or Universal, that they can go get any awards they want made up. Great. They, I'm, KISS and Universal aren't paying for those awards. They just gave Eric Carr's family permission to go pay for awards that they want. It's just like KISS gave me permission. I can go get awards for albums that I was involved in if I want. Some of them they did give me. Some of them I had to pay for. So don't don't freak out when you see an award made out to Eric Carr for an album that he wasn't on or Bruce Kulik for an album he wasn't on. They can go get awards for anything they want. I mean, that's just, that's just the way. There, there's not a lot of rules and regulations, really, for these awards. It's just somebody well, gives you permission the, to get one, and you get it.
1: The one I, I showed you that, you know, I just thought it was cool because it was a for the for the music video you just don't see a ton of those yeah so i bought it for number one i knew where it came from the car family that alone because i got it from loretta you know what i mean it came from the kiss i mean from her family so i knew it was legit and b it's just a cool
0: it's a different than a it's a different kind of award than you normally see yeah
1: i mean that's just the kind of stuff that you know i like quirky stuff like that i think it's you know and and i know i've shown it on you know because people say a lot of you know what's the cool well it's all cool it all has great memories but that's one of the reasons i you know one of my go-to things when i do get that plus i get asked a lot that peter chris mike yep that you know from sure i mean there's only one in the whole world (laughs) you know what i mean and it would belong to peter and and it was cool because I remember reading that issue. I never thought I would own the, the golden microphone. The award. Owns, yeah. Uh, yeah. owns, uh, owns, owns. And my, my point in that is this, collect what makes you happy. And also collect because it it, it makes you feel, you know, happy. I, I, again, you know, just, just to go over, since we're talking about awards and all this if you follow my logic, again, if if you want to buy those newer awards that they're offering on Kiss Online, they're sweet. If you dig that, that's cool. But that's not that doesn't make me have. I'm not going to run out and get the Asylum one. Just oh, now, I have it. No, I I want it to be one that was issued in you know in the mid '80s and was made out to the you know the coffee guy.
0: <laughs> Somebody. That yeah, made, it, 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 exactly. Made- because you know, even in that case. There's only one award with that guy's name on it. There's yeah. only one. There might be a hundred or hundreds of awards for that release, but there's only one that was made out and presented to that guy.
1: And, and, and I know I've, showed, I've shown it before on the show, and I'm not going to go take it off the wall because that wall wasn't undisturbed or wasn't disturbed. It's still undisturbed. You know, I have JR's Kiss Alive gold record. I mean, right when it went gold. I've Sean Delaney's gold record when love gun. And again, I, this isn't bragging. I'm just saying I collected that because it made me happy. And I never went, oh, I'm going to spend X amount of dollars on that. And then I'm going to sell. If, if you're buying this shit to sell it, you're out of your fucking mind. If you're going to put that, but buy here, buy gold. I mean, if, if, yeah. if, if, if that's what you are doing, this isn't an investment. Oh, hold on. It is an investment. It puts a smile on my face. Yeah, And if you're collecting for any other fucking reason, you're missing the point, man. You're just missing the point. It's got to make yeah. you happy. And if it doesn't make you happy, and if it makes you frustrated and mad, and if you sit and scream at eBay screens, don't do this. You're not, you're not in the right frame well, of mind.
2: You know, and I'm in no position to give financial advice, but you bring up a very interesting point because, you know, I'll sit sometimes with Will and he'd be like, oh, you know, I could have bought a, a 57 Les Paul for $25,000. And now they're worth 300. And I'm, he's like, I didn't have 25 grand. Well, most people didn't. But if he would have taken five grand back in 1980 and put it in the market from a conservative standpoint, it's going to have a hell of a lot more than yes. Yeah, 000. yeah,
0: Exactly. Collecting items isn't a great way to generate future income
2: which is why i really like michael's way of doing things because he looks for the deal that way he does not have to feel bad not that it's better than mark but he doesn't have to feel bad about the money that he spends when he finds you know rock and roll over or whatever it is you you know you bargain hunt just like i do
0: yeah, but, you know, but, you know it, th- th- there will be things that I will spend the money on, to Mark's course. point, because it makes yeah. me happy. happy. I spent nearly, you know, for the Creatures of the Night box set and the, the, the colored vinyl, plus the horrendous shipping, bucks, I, I spent, I think, over 470 bucks on that. Why? Because it made me happy, and it made me remember what it was like. When Creatures of the Night came out, and yeah, it was it was it was worth every penny. Did I buy it? Because boy, in 10 years I'm gonna resell this box set and make a profit. The odds of you making a profit reselling anything you collect are slim. Slim to none. Let's be honest, slim to fucking none. Selling collectibles comes down to Timing, 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 and timing, you know?
2: And I'd like to throw one more thing in with that too. The people who resell property, or not property, but collectibles, there's a lot of work involved from shipping to getting it up on eBay to however they're selling it. So if you have a collection that's worth five grand, don't expect to get five grand for it because there's no incentive for someone who isn't a collector or doesn't want everything in your collection to purchase that. There's no upside to it. So you if you don't want to do the work of selling each item off individually, you don't have a collection like Mark that's going to when he does eventually sell is probably going to take it to Jacques or someone to do some type of an auction, you have to put in the work. If you're not willing to put in the work, then you need to sell it to someone at a discount which
0: is so they can 50, make a
2: profit. And about that's about 50 cents on the dollar so that yeah. they can make 25% after they spend 25% and the 50 to you plus all the work.
0: Yeah. Some people just mean, don't
2: seem to get that.
0: You 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 can't you can't have this is my personal opinion. If yeah. you are buying collectibles for uh, as an investment to resell, you can't be doing that with something that you have any personal attachment to whatsoever you've got you've got to be able to sit here and go i don't give a crap if i've got an autographed gene simmons stage worn costume i'm selling it i have no attachment to this whatsoever that's a huge hurdle that most fans can't get over like oh my god this is so personal to me that i have to get even more money for my personal connection to this it's like no no if you're doing if you're buying and selling autographs and collectibles you're doing it purely as a commodity and you could give a crap what you're buying and selling that's that's what it's got to come down to yeah
2: yeah i I think so many people have a um collections and they so badly want to sell them to other collectors but most of the collectors i know don't have the money to purchase a large collection so if you truly need to sell it and you need the money, expect to be reasonable in the pricing, because you can't just look up every item on eBay and go, okay, well here's everything. No one's going to buy that. Well, I,
1: I tell you what, I just had a very a, a good friend of mine, so a good chunk of our audience. So no, but I'm not going to bring up his name because he's not a big social media guy. But one of my best friends in the whole world, um, incredible kiss collector. In my opinion, the biggest kiss collector in in the world, um, but also a dear, dear longtime friend of mine, um, we were just talking about some stuff because there's some auctions going on now. And some of the prices we were just as collectors We're like, why is this guy starting this, this price off at X amount? If you don't want to sell it, don't sell it. Because there's a bunch of stuff that, you know, there's, let's just say there's some KISS stuff for sale right now that is extremely rare and extremely cool. But you know, you're not going to get those prices. I mean, I understand the concept of throwing it, you know, run it up the flagpole and see who salutes. I I understand that. But there's also like, well, those things have never sold for that. Matter of fact, that's double what I've seen them sell for. What are you trying to do? I I don't I I don't understand that whole philosophy. Because if you want to sell something, put it this way: if if I thought that this flashlight, if I thought I could get $10 for it, I wouldn't put first bid $30. It just doesn't make any sense. But I see that a lot of times in some of these auctions. Look, our KISS geeks, I'm one of them. Are we nutty? And if we have a little bit of a disposable income, do we get a little crazy if it's something that we really want? Guilty. I, I get it. I've, I've been there. But I also am smart enough. And I, most people, I gotta tell you, most people who are into hardcore collecting this stuff. And again, I'm not putting anyone down, but most people are business owners or they have disposable income and you know how they got to be successful business owners and disposable income. They were smart with their money. And, and that's how come when I look at certain things, I'm like, you know if this widget this kiss widget is why are you putting 10 grand on it that i've never seen that sell for more than three i mean don't get me wrong if you get 10 way to
2: go buddy but (laughs) and i've watched mark walk away from stuff that he really really wants because the price wasn't reasonable for him yeah
1: i because at the end of the day you just want to collect stuff that makes you happy but i'm also not going to collect stuff that like oh i fuck, I can't make my house payment or I can't. Yeah, That's you're not going to be stupid about it. No, I, don't get me wrong. I've seen people do stupid shit like that and then they regret it. And and I will tell you, I've been fortunate. To, and, and not just me, I've other collectors have been seeing people who like, oh my God, I need money. And you don't ever want to, it breaks my heart. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, you, you're taking 500 for something. I know you paid 2,500 for don't get me wrong. I knew in my head, it was only worth 200 to begin with. I don't know what you did that for, you know, but again, you know, and, and I've seen
2: that the same thing with collecting audio and, you know, it, it's just I'll, crazy. Yeah. You know, I'll, Anything, it doesn't matter what it is. You have to assess the value and know that you're purchasing it because it's something that you love that will make you happy, but you can't guarantee any more than, than you could with stocks and bonds that somehow you're going to turn around and make a profit off of it. Because sometimes you do, but many times you won't. Look, I've got well over hundreds, multiple, and this isn't
1: bragging, it's just a fact. I've got hundreds, of, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars that I've spent on Kista. But I didn't buy one thing, not one, to make a dollar. I bought it all because it put a smile on my face. I want those and... stance. <laughs> but my, my point is you have to go into kiss co- any collecting. If you want to collect cards, collect something that makes you happy, but make sure you can pay for it and still feed your family when you're done. Mm-hmm. So...
0: And, and, and again, I, I will go back to if you are dead set on collecting stuff as a business, you can't have a personal attachment to any of this shit. Mm-mm. A personal You're attachment right. and a personal attachment then makes it very difficult for you to part ways and makes you want to jack the price up beyond what's reasonable. If you have no attachment, you can easily sit here and go, listen, here's the value of this baseball signed by this person. Take it or leave it. I got. I will shed no tears one way or another if you buy it or don't buy it. It's just a product in a collectible store. I mean, to, Tommy, like, you know, Fan HQ does that with, with sporting goods stuff. Yeah. There's there's no personal attachment there.
2: No, but product. the one thing I got to say about Sean, he's really good at, is he, he assesses the value of an autograph, and he's always – very reasonable.
0: Yeah, with... but 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 again, it's a business to him. It is oh, it totally. is a, it's it's a hundred percent legitimate business. He's got a retail store selling this stuff. He yeah, Chris
2: harder a... this weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, so that's the thing. Maybe you want to go that way, but if you get to that point, you again, you just can't have deep personal attachment to everything that you're trying to sell because then you're never going to want to sell it. Right
2: which is which is the rub for a lot of people that i know i know some wonderful people who are huge kiss collectors and other stuff too and the, the mere mention of selling it they break out into a sweat well i Tommy,
1: i honest to god because i'm 57 i thought when i was 50 i thought right around at 55 i'd start piecing things out but you're having I, fun
2: yeah well that that was exactly
1: this. the point i was getting to in this i'm having fun still um well i, I understand you know, it i understand at some point i'm going to have to just because again i want to be a good steward to my family but i'm i'm telling you by the time i do sell i think the market for kiss stuff is going to be a lot lower put it this way if i was in this to make money i'd sell it now but that's the impetus for this is fun and enjoyment. And right now I'm chasing a
2: couple things that I want because I love it. Well, it you which, know? which is I'm very happy to hear you say that because I thought you'd be nice to me. Then when you do finally want to sell a few things, um, <laughs> but, but, but I get the, but I also do, I have to say, I really get the excitement, even though it's not something that I do on a regular basis. When we were down in Florida and you found the Holy grail, that was a lot of fun to be a part of to see you negotiate that out.
0: You know the the last not the one you're
2: talking about, but the one we found at the store. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know exactly. Yeah, the
0: the 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 last in my my personal opinion, the last time Kiss collectibles had a spike in the time was right to sell was around the reunion. I don't think, and don't, and and this may sound gruesome, and don't take it the wrong way, but I don't think Kiss collectibles are going to have another spike until, so until until band members are dead.
1: And, and yeah. again, Michael, even then, I don't know. I'll tell you why, because they're signers.
0: Oh, I know they, that. They that's the that's the other anything. thing. That's the other thing. The band members themselves, current and ex band members, have basically. Hoard out their signatures onto everything under the sun. You want to go find a legitimate Paul Stanley autograph today? You can give yourself two minutes on the internet and you'll find a hundred percent legitimate, great looking, verified autograph. It's not a problem to get any autographs from anybody in KISS. So that's already kind of taken the steam out of the market for kiss collectibles i mean to me it's not even about autographs anymore it's about finding an item that is in itself just rare one of a kind never thought to exist autographed or not doesn't matter you know and it's almost your the... well, your your award mark your peter chris award i mean doesn't you know that's a one of a kind item if you found another one of those kinds of awards out there that nobody knew existed, that's what you go after. To go after, gee, I got a copy of a live two autographed by Gene and Paul. Who oh, gives a shit?
2: I almost think it's, there's more value or harder to find finding something old that doesn't have their signature on it. Well, it's funny. Cause I, I have
1: had the chance to get that thing signed, but Again, I've said this on the show. Matter of fact, I said it semi-recently. Autographs to me mean nothing. I do not understand why people buy stuff autographed. With that said, there are a ton, and I mean a ton of autographs in this room. However, I got every single one of them. And <laughs> it makes, again, that's, I got all these. Right, right now I'm looking at a Gene Simmons Axe promo looking right right here signature up top i got that in toledo i mean i remember every autograph i look at I'm, I, I remember when i got that. that's that is what makes autographs and i know a couple shows ago i showed you that poster i still got to put up well you know with the whole thing stein- what's that toaster or poster the poster i showed you where, where bruce drew in the his thing on the jacket
2: oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That,
1: well that's what i mean that That autograph is special because it was a fun day and I remember being with my wife and I remember waiting all day and all that stuff. I mean, I don't understand getting in an autograph and just going, I I, I
2: mean, again, if you do, that's cool. But for me, I'm like, eh, you know, it doesn't have any meaning. I do, I do think, though, for those of you that may not be aware, if you are looking for cool Kiss collectibles or you're looking for legitimate autographed items, go to the Kiss Live Auctions page on Facebook. Peter Corey runs that, him and uh, Bill Bjornholm, and they run a really tight ship. They do a great job. And uh, KFB, Kenny fucking Begley, who does a lot with the band he's on there every week doing auctions and he's got a ton of autograph stuff so it's easy to find and you can find it from a trusted vendor so if you guys are looking for some of that go there
0: well it i mean you know at at, to, at that that point tommy though all you got to do is go to paul stanley's website gene simmons website i mean band members themselves are now selling autographed items right yeah I, I didn't know
2: that but i suppose yeah you can do that too
0: yeah I mean, you know, I think Paul just had a Black Friday sale of extra broken guitars and mics from various tours that were in the warehouse. And he's like, here you go. Come come to my website. Pick out which one you want. What do you want the autograph to be? I will autograph this item. We'll get a photo of you me autographing the item. And I mean, again, you can go straight to the artist and get exactly what you want at this yeah. point.
1: Well, Mike, speaking of which, that was the one thing with Blackie. Blackie going now to Wasp, Blackie was not a signer. Now he's signing more than ever. He, his was never an easy autograph to get because he, unlike yeah. Gene and Paul, um, you know, I know people in the, he just flat out wouldn't sign. And there's some other rock stars that, that are, that I, I know that Richie Blackmore, this of course is back in the day, he just didn't like to do it. So. Well,
0: you know, and I, and I know with Blackie, one of the things he was telling me early on was, you know, the, the fricking eBayers just make it, make him miserable in wanting to sign anything because, right. you know, he's like, I don't want to sign an autograph and then turn around tomorrow and see it up on eBay, you know, and, 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 you know, and we had, he and I had the discussion when we launched the VIP, it's like, all right, you know, Blackie, one of the, one of the things fans are gonna want are autographs. How many do we let them get? And what do we let them autograph? And you know, it was like, no, we don't want somebody walking in with 20 albums. Twenty albums, ten of them are gonna end up on eBay. You you get two autographs, and you know, unfortunately, like so many musicians, there's no autographing guitars, there's no autographing musical instruments, there's no autographing pick guards, cause in many many of those cases those items end up in those memorabilia stores you know some somebody owns a memorabilia store goes out and buys two dozen pick guards, has a bunch of cheap guitars back at their business and then you know it's worth it for them to go spend 350 dollars To buy some artist VIP meet and greet to walk in with pick cards and get them all autographed, because then they turn around and resell them for thousands of dollars.
1: I gotta admit, I never I never understood that philosophy because if you're paying for the meet and greet, what fucking does it matter what they sign? And that's just me. I'm just just the way I because if if you're buying an autographed, you know, (laughs) piece of garbage, Les Paul copy. With an ace freely signed Pick Guard. Well, you're buying a piece of crap Les Paul copy. You're stupid. I mean, you should you should let natural evolution just
0: take <laughs> take, exactly. take, take, take all your money.
1: Yeah. Well, put it this way though, but if you paid the ace freely matter of fact, I'm going to see Ace uh, this Saturday. Can't wait to see Philly and everybody. All my buddies, uh, gonna see Ryan and all those guys. So I'm pretty excited. But um if you if you buy the ace meet and greet and you bring in two pick cards, what does it matter to ace? If you're getting and I'm just throwing a number out there, say it's fifty dollars a pop. He's, so we made his fifty. We made a hundred dollars signing his name. I, I I think twice.
0: from an artist standpoint, they're like, okay, I I I made fifty bucks, but you turned around and and immediately are reselling this for $1,500, I then want more Ace, of it.
1: And, that, and there's such a market for that. I'll sign them and sell them myself.
0: Well, that that's that's why I think Ace is doing it now. If you want Guitars autographed, it's $500 to get that autograph. That, that's
1: my point. And I'm not picking on Ace. I'm just insert celebrity here who says yeah, that they- no. They don't want to sign a music
0: I, I I think the whole point is the freaking eBayers have pissed off and messed with so many celebrity celebrities when it comes to autographs. That I mean, I, I'll, I'll tell you, there was one, I saw one fan who took all of the goodies they got from their um, Blackie Lawless meet and greet, put them up on eBay the laminate their autographs their guitar picks it's sort of like fuck you got every right to do it but at the same time you're just i don't know we're just like uh you know the there's there, there, going there, to the meet and greet and getting there, there's, stuff a, signed. There, there's so many fans that wanted to go but couldn't because it was sold out and legitimately cherished their items that were autographed and here's somebody who went and is you know has again they have every right to do this wants to make their money back to cover the cost of their meet and greet. I mean, that celebrities, celebrities and artists, I mean, let's go all the way back to the reason the VIP meet and greets even happened. Because artists got sick and tired of seeing scalpers make $1,000 on a $70 concert ticket, where the artist is like, fuck that. I want to make the profit. Not some guy standing on a street corner.
2: Oh, and I don't blame them. I, I get it. It's just, I think that there's, it's so hard to control some of that stuff.
0: It It, it, it is. It is. It's a hundred percent hard to control. But the it, one thing though I
2: can tell you is, is that they have to be smart enough to know. Like for instance, we were dropping, remember that night, Mark, that we were out and we did that Thayer thing. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That was a great night. Yeah. And we, we picked them up at Lowe's, the hotel. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy who'd been standing out there. all. Oh yeah. That's all oh, going, tell the story. It's a good story. Well, no, you, cause you might know it, remember it better than I do. Well, oh, didn't, didn't Tommy ask him. Uh, well, no, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy met him and signed one thing for him. Yeah. He yeah. had a whole pile of shit. Yeah. And he, he said he signed one thing. And when he got in the car, Mark, I think probably said what, you know, what was the deal? And, and he just said, look, that guy's an eBay guy. He's not, a KISS fan, so I'm not going to sign more than one thing for him. He had a whole pile of shit. So they, sometimes it's relatively obvious who's there because they're a fan and they want the signature. I mean, also too, there's a lot of people who don't have a lot of money. Let's face it. And well, if I remember
1: the, that when, when Tommy got in the car, I because I, I think I asked him or we collectively asked him and I, and I don't want to put words in Tommy's mouth, No. but I, I, thought he said something like i could when i started talking to him i could tell all he wanted was an autograph because he knew i was a member of kiss didn't know anything about wasn't it was. you know, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and 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 that's why he's like well why would i reward this guy somebody's you know and he's right because tommy's time or gene's time or any celebrity's time it's their time right and, and we were on our there, way to if you're just there to try to make a buck off of them then fuck you because yeah. I don't I wouldn't go up put it this way I'm gonna think of say it's an uh because I'm not a big basketball guy you know if Charles Barkley was o- over there I'd maybe wave to him because I think he's an entertaining guy who does commercials but I don't know much about his career other than
2: he's a great basketball player and he seems like a nice gentleman but Why do I need his autograph? I don't care. Because there are people that just want to be around famous people. but And also, too, even more to drive the point home is we picked him up to go to that conversation that we had with him in the meet and greet with all the fans who gladly paid and waited in Mm -hmm. line to meet him and get some things signed. Now, on the other side of this, I can also understand if you're someone who doesn't have a lot of extra cash because of what's going on right now in America within inflation and all of the stuff that you've got going on, you're raising a family, maybe you have some medical, whatever it is, and you really want to go see the wasp thing or a kiss thing or whatever, I can understand bringing a couple of extra items along with you, getting them signed and selling one or two of them off to help pay for that ticket to start with. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. But, you know, these guys that stand outside the hotel, I know a bunch of them. They stand out there literally 12, 14 hours a day. It's like, God, just go get a goddamn job because you can make <laughs> so much more money if you just actually show up for work. It's very hard for me to understand. And, and, you know, I think that Kiss, to your point, Michael, has been really good about putting their autographs on everything. But they're trying not to also just sign for anyone for the sake of signing.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, listen, you know, there's, there's probably something to be said that, that all the members of KISS doing all their own autographing now and selling all that stuff, that's their way of, of killing the eBay market. Yeah. You, yeah, know, them. I, you know, if you want, you want a legitimate Paul Stanley, beautiful autograph on his solo album, buy it from Paul Stanley. Don't buy it from some dealer at a Las Vegas, you know, memorabilia shop.
1: Yeah. Hey, speak, speaking of Kiss autographs, I just because I've been on all of the, the cruises, they that is if, if you that's a good place to interact with the band if you're lucky enough to. Because I will tell you, anybody who's been on the cruise knows. After the event, a lot of people who want their their album signed or whatever will wait around the elevator because there's only one way up, and one way down. But the band, God bless them, they realized if you're on the cruise, you didn't come here to sell autographs, right? You it's, know what I mean? That those are good places to get those sorts of things signed because they know you're invested as a fan. And and put it this way, say, say you were a celebrity, would you want to sign stuff for people who's just going to go sell it? I mean, you're not no, going to know that's, that, that's but, if yeah. if you can tell like tommy if you can, can tell, tell
0: yeah yeah, why why waste your time i mean I they, hate, they, they, these, these, these celebrities who've been around the block for many years they've got that that instinct where they can just go all right i can smell it's a reseller it's an ebay or <laughs> you know like like you said about tommy i'll give them one autograph but i'm not giving them 20 autographs right
2: and they're never standing out there with like the first album promo poster or, uh, you know, a copy of dynasty or something like that. They're always standing out there with glossy eight by tens and there's 20 of them. And they're all exactly the same. Something that they probably literally downloaded off of Google and printed it out.
0: And, and then they're probably like, Oh, I don't, I don't need these personalized. Don't worry. Right. Don't personalize them.
2: And that's another (laughs) great way to get people to sign your stuff. If you do run into a situation and one of these artists is like, well, you're just going to sell it say no, I'm not, please personalize it. And then just say one thing to them that would make sense to them that they know you're a fan. Yeah. You know, like Blackie, great example. Okay. I don't know Blackie at all. Never met him, but I probably would say, yeah, man, the first time I saw you was 1985 opening for kiss on asylum tour in St. Paul january
0: 21st randy piper broke his leg and he was sitting on a on a stool on stage playing oh okay you were there
2: yep they just want some validation that you're just not someone that to your point is just gonna but then there's also other fans who literally want everything signed no matter what they want every piece of memorabilia they own signed and there's a place for that, too. Because I think, wasn't it the L.A. thing where Peter was signing and some guy came in a day early? And yeah, remember that? Yeah. How many things did he get autographed? Yeah, I, the, I, I
1: have a good friend of mine. Well, it took um, him eight hours. Yeah, I, I had a good of friend of mine who's uh, really good with the friends with the guys in Metallica. And he took my friend and I um you know up north michigan and we got to spend the day up there and and i'll never forget man lars god bless him I, that's a, I, another reason why people bitch about lars i watched that guy this fan and i'm not kidding i think he had every fucking european single lars he must have signed a 100 things for that. and this was a this was just an after show thing this was he just had yeah. an after show pass this was no meet and greet Fucking Lars signed every single. And I thought to myself, don't get me wrong, this guy was a geeky fan because I did talk to him in line and everything. But I'm like, I even remember back then, because this I think was on the Black Tour. I remember thinking to myself, you know, dude, Danny, just sign one or two. You really need every
2: one of those things signed. There are people like that though, too, that they want everything signed. And you want to talk about investment and resale. The worst thing you can do is get stuff signed because I think it takes away from the value of, of the collector of what that piece is. Like if I'm looking for, well, like, you know, I'm looking for the double platinum promo poster. I would never want the double platinum promo poster signed by the band. I want just the double platinum promo poster. Cause it, to me, it's so cool. I would love to own one. I don't want signatures on it. And if I do, I'll get them myself. Yeah. I mentioned that you know. on the show. I always try
1: to get things personal i want it to mark yeah because it it means something
2: to me Mm -hmm. that's all yeah no right or wrong just you know i don't know why we're again all this
1: collecting stuff and autographs this is personal preference we're not telling you that you shouldn't buy this or you shouldn't want autograph if that if it makes you happy get it don't listen to us we're just telling you our you know, yeah. we're all fanboys, and this is stuff that makes us... I mean, I, I,
0: I can tell you, I, autographs have never meant anything to me. Even, even asking to get something personalized. I mean, for all of the time I've worked with Wasp and Kiss and all the other bands I've ever worked with, asking them to autograph something, I just like... It's just a name on some product... Now, granted, I'm in a different situation because for me, it's, I was there. I spent time. I worked with them. I did stuff with them. To me, that is worth so much more than asking for an autograph on something. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever asked. When I was working for KISS, I don't think I ever asked them to autograph anything. I think I got autographs at the um, convention in Bloomington. Frankly, I don't remember what I got autographed, or even if I still have them, I don't even know where they are. Um, but it just, it's never meant much to me. But to Mark's point, if, it, if it's important to you, great, go for it. I, that's, that's awesome. I'm just always been more about the experience of whatever that item is. I was there when this was acquired. I saw this happen. You know, I made, I was part of the team that allowed that to happen. Whatever. I mean, because I'm also the type of person that would have a very, very hard time selling items that I have a personal connection to. Well, so... you
1: know, we're also in a different kind of mindset, Michael. I mean, you, Tommy, I, Lisa's. well. At, at some point, especially when we're just because we're, you know, we're here because of KISS. I stopped asking for autographs years ago just because it's like you, it's just, you know, you, you want the experience.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm just going to throw in and, and without getting into too much detail. Tommy, the end of the Minneapolis show, when we were the last ones out of the arena, that was one of the greatest times of my yeah. life. And, and, and the funniest too, but that's what I'm talking. I'm not going to ruin that by asking, Hey, by the way, you know what? Let's just enjoy the experience. Yeah. And as, and, and especially now that I'm getting older, and I think, I think the guys in the band love that more too. You just, you know, just it, it,
2: the experience. It's well, you don't f- a- you never ask for anything. You're never problematic. You're never, you know, like, uh, you know, um, God, um, I'm sorry. I was just having a brain fart today. Um, 10 seconds, Bob. Yeah. It, uh, who's, <laughs> who's Danny, Danny. Yeah. Okay. Danny is the guy that's in charge of taking all. Yeah. Because they have so many layers of different people doing all these different things. Anyways, Danny pulled Mark and Dr. Mark and I aside when he's like, you know, I love when you guys are here because I know I never have to worry about you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm never having to watch you. I never have to go, oh, God. I see a stack full of something under their arms that means yep. at some point in the next 3 hours they're going to try and get to Paul for autographs.
2: Mhm. Yeah, we don't ever really ask for anything. And that it's it's again it's about relationships, it's about building trust, it's about all of those things. And and to Mark's point, I would never want to give up the experiences cuz the experiences are last a lifetime. Not that the, uh, not that the, um, you know, autographs and stuff won't either. Don't get me wrong. It's just me at this point in my life. And so maybe for some of you guys that are younger, as I get older experiences are everything.
0: The experience and the memory is what's the experience, the memory and knowing that, that, that celebrity has some form of trust and respect back for you because, they don't look at you as like, oh, all right, here comes more autographs. I'm seeing them tonight. Going to be more autographs. Oh, I'm seeing them in another week. Going to be more autographs. They're just like, no, it's just good to see you. How you yep. doing? How's your family doing? What do you think yeah. of the show?
2: Yep. And that's exactly the conversations that we have. And I've had times where I've had people like Paul or whomever come out of their way to say hello, just because
0: you're not going to ask for something.
2: Mm-hmm. Nope. yeah, and, yeah. And, and in all honesty a lot of this stuff too one of the biggest reasons it's so fun is traveling with that idiot <laughs> <laughs> the, the weirdest shit happens to us when we go places i don't know what it is
1: <laughs> it's just you know yeah i can't wait man 2023 we mm-hmm. uh, we, we got some road tripping
0: what, what one one of my one of the funniest and somewhat embarrassing moments, this was back on the Lost Cities tour at Mankato mm-hmm. when, when, you know, I had done some stuff for the band and the band said, you know what, we'll give you tickets and we'll get a group photo with you. And keep in mind, this was the reunion tour. They weren't doing that. Doing that at all. Yeah. That, 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 that back at the reunion tour, if you were back lucky enough to go backstage, remember, that just before showtime they would go through and clear everybody out they would kick everybody out of backstage yep. you got a you got a sticky pass you still got to go they cleared everything out but this show they had allowed me and my parents backstage cuz they were going to take a photo with us just before going on stage so we were you know, we were, and I hadn't been working with them yet, but I had done some stuff to help promote the conventions and I worked with yeah. Jean on some stuff. Um, so we were waiting around for them to come out to take the photo and my dad is just, you know, he's being a dad. He's just walking around looking at stuff backstage and he's looks into a, a garbage can next to a flight case and pulls out the um, baggage tags and the boarding passes for Gene Simmons, who flew into Minneapolis that morning. And he's like, want these? I'm like, like, no. I don't want kids to think I'm the guy who's digging through the garbage but he wasn't it was Gene who did <laughs> it, it it was my dad who did it my dad still kept them he put them in his pocket it was just it's like yeah it, it was a north, northwest uh you know he gave them to me eventually i think it was like north northwest orient from chicago to minneapolis it was the boarding pass and the baggage to, tag
2: they were trying to pawn off the uh <laughs> the uh, bowling ball on me oh yeah your mom's like, "Do you want to take this? It's really
0: you want heavy. a bowling ball." Oh, I'm not going
2: to take your bowling ball.
0: But that's worth a lot, Tommy. I wouldn't do
2: that.
0: It's me. an undrilled. I know. I'm like, send it to Mike. Ball. Send to Michael. You know, send I've Michael. got one. that oh, that, that, was, that was that that was when I was working with them, and when we did the bowling balls, I was like, I told signatures at the time. I'm like, I want two bowling balls. Because bowling has been a big part of our family forever. Well, so yeah, the, I, got, I got one and I'm like, I want to give my dad a kiss bowling ball. Well, he not told that me he'll stories ever about, use it.
2: He told me stories about the Winthrop Bowling Hall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: Absolutely. Well, and I wish I would have known because I would have asked your mom about that, the Mankato. I don't know if you remember this or not, but I've never seen so many topless girls in my life at that show.
0: I don't, I don't remember because you know what? By the time. We got our photos, the show, they went straight on stage. So we yeah. basically ended up standing in the, it, you remember the main floor was all general admission. Yes. We stood in the back. Oh, so okay. we didn't, we, we, we didn't see much. So yeah, no, oh, hey, we just, we just, we just got the dinner bell from Mark people.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a so, double dinner uh, bell. Not only is dinner pretty much ready, my two favorites hockey teams are playing tonight matter of fact the puck drops it's puck drops now so uh wings, so we got we got, we got we
0: got we got to wrap up so guess what we're not talking about kiss books we're not going to redo episode one Fairly not. <laughs> we'll but save it
1: for uh save it for 20 years
0: 20 20 years <laughs> at some at some point we do have to re-record Episode one, so we can we can get rid of the other co-hosts and put Mark in his place. Oh, that'll ju- that'll just piss people off. Oh, just the fact that I said that, we're not going to do that, people. We don't even give a know shit. that
2: Mark hasn't been here since the beginning. I don't think anyone does. Really. No. A few a few of our guys that go all the way back. But
0: I I I will say this was a fun episode though. This was another classic. Three sides. Three sides of the Coin episode where we start talking about a little bit of RIA awards and we go down that whole rabbit hole of sales awards and collecting and autographs and, when, and yeah.
2: When Michael and I started this, what you just listened to was exactly the blueprint intent of what we wanted to do mm-hmm. today. Yep. So yes, so we're icing on the cake.
0: 10 years of talking about nothing. We're the Absolutely Seinfeld not- of Kiss podcast. We, we are the Seinfeld <laughs> of Piss podcast. This is the okay. podcast about nothing. And yet here you are over 90 minutes later listening to us ramble on about nothing. 90 minutes you can't get back. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a refund for that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, all right. All right, people. Uh, homework, I guess. Light or no light for Mark? Yeah, light or no light. Do you want Do you want a flashlight on Mark or not? <laughs> That's kind of creepy, dude. That is kind of creepy. <laughs> it does really got to get creepy. I'm
1: doing the whole show like this next.
0: Time. Um, do you have any sales awards? Do you have legitimate, real sales awards, either presented to you or like Mark, where you bought them from somebody else who got them? Um what what's what's your feelings on all this stuff about sales awards, collecting, especially collecting for financial gain. Anybody doing that out there? Um I'd love to hear Columbo. Like you... <laughs> and autographs. Uh, uh, what's your feeling what's your, what's your what feeling on autographs? Yeah. What were
1: your, right. some of your best kiss experiences too? I mean, we love to hear, hear that stuff from you
0: again. Yeah. Because we're all for all of us. It's all about the experience. Like Tommy said, as you get older, it's the experience and the memories that's that really means so much more than an item, than an autograph, uh, you know, that, that's, that's the important stuff in the world.
1: Real, real quick. I want to throw one. Thank, thank you, Spiro. Um, I got to do the Elvis walk from, to the stage. That was, uh, that was pretty freaking cool. Walking just behind the band. Is
0: they, oh yeah. That was. That well, was, you you know, I've got a video of that from the last time the original four guys ever did it. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If if, you, if if our listeners haven't seen it, go go search for, well, it's on the same channel you're watching this on YouTube. I've got a video because I pretty much was given the heads up. This is a good chance. This will be the last show of the four original guys ever. So I turned on the video camera and walked behind the original four guys from the dressing room to their huddle and then the huddle up onto the stage. It's the last time Gene, Paul, Ace, and Peter ever, ever did that. And you can hear comments from doc that make it so great. Cats and dogs living together. Yep. Cats and, and, and if you didn't know what was going on behind the scenes, you might be like, what the hell is he talking about? Cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. Ace and Peter are one. Gene and Paul are the other. Living together. It was that was a that was a tough, that was a tough end of tour, man. Tough end of tour to see it disintegrate. But, all right, that's it. Three sides of the coin. We're out of here. We'll see everybody next week. Do you have something to say? Leave a voicemail or send us a text message. Call 320
1: 515 for three sides of the coin. Provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.